Welcome back. Thanks for joining me and Collins for another episode of the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast. I'm delighted to have Jo Latif with me today. Jo describes herself as a biology teacher with a passion for curry. Soon to give up teaching, she plans to follow her passion full time and continue to run and expand her business, Karma Curry, making fresh, authentic, easy to use curry sauces by adapting her mother-in-law's recipes. She identified a gap in the market where lots of sauces and curry making kits were available, but no one was making fresh sauces that are quick and easy to use. She's going to be featured in the Saturday magazine food section of The Telegraph in November, and she also participates regularly in charity events by doing catering, for example, for the West London Action for Children and Stand By Me. Welcome, Joe. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. We're, we're fascinated to hear your story. <laughs> and uh, really, you're, you're living the dream of many, aren't you? And, you know, for many, owning your business, selling a product that you love, for most people, a dream like that, it remains just that, a dream. So what was your dream and how did you make it possible? Well, to be honest, it didn't start out as a dream. Um, I was very happy teaching. Um, but it evolved because as a working mum, I needed to be able to come home from school, grab the children and make a quick and easy meal um, without compromising on quality, taste and nutrition for my young family. Curries are very popular in my house um, and I had access to the most amazing uh, curry recipes through family and my mother-in-law in particular. We were living in Somerset at the time and my husband was running a boarding school, so we entertained a lot and I also found that um, making a curry ahead was much easier for entertaining through lots of encouragement from people who were tasting the curries you know literally saying oh you should sell this this is incredible uh, that's where it came about um, I realized that there are lots of working parents like me who want something quick and easy to prepare but again not compromising on taste and nutrition and so I did my research because as, as you said in the introduction there are numerous curries out there but I ident identified a gap in the market for this type of product quick, easy and fresh and lovely. Yeah, so, so what would you say have been the most important lessons that you've learned from all of this? If I was telling someone else to do something similar, I would say, first of all, be prepared for hard work. Um, nothing beats hard work, but you need to work smart. But it is hard work uh, to get anything going. I mean, there must be thousands of people out there way more talented than I am. Um, but I have worked hard and you have to be prepared for that. You need to be passionate about your, your product. Um, you need to be organized and also be prepared to uh, learn from the past in everything that you do, not just about business, but that's what will enable your business to grow. I've learned that about myself. I've really thought about myself in the last 25, 30 years, how I have grown from uh, over the years and, and I apply the same to the business. I think it's really important and not to be afraid to fail, you know, really go for it. But the most important thing I would say is to believe in your product. People say, you know, be brave, go for it. Uh, I really love the saying, um, feel your fear, but do it anyway. And I, I agree with that. And I do say that to myself regularly, but I don't think I could do that or be brave um, if I didn't believe in my product. I know I have a good product. And because of that, the being brave and facing my fear is actually a calculated risk. So that's what I've learned. You need to be, you know, don't be risk averse, but, you know, be be, be sure of your product. And, yes. uh, and, and that's how you can move forward. 
Yes, I think that's great advice. And, and maybe particularly at this point as well, uh, in towards the end of 2020, mm. a calculated risk is, uh, is, is a good idea. Yeah, yeah great. Absolutely. And, and you came to this from another leadership role, because you were head of science in a secondary school for some time and very successful. And um, what skills and approaches did you learn in the world of education that have now been useful to you? Uh, lots of similar skills, actually. Um, being organised, I've mentioned that already, you have to be organised as a teacher, you're going to a lesson with 20, 30 pupils in there, you need to be organised beforehand. Um, good use of time management, um, time is actually your greatest resource, and that applies to business and teaching. And being passionate, I was passionate about my subject, I still am, and, and I'm now pa passionate about my product. So that has to come across. I think if you want to do anything and get anyone in, on board, whether it be pupils or, or new customers, the passion has to be there. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And have a plan. Have a plan, but be flexible. That, that, that applies to the classroom management as well. Um, I would never go into a lesson uh, without an objective of what I wanted to achieve from that lesson because if I then achieve my objectives so will my pupils so but you anyone in teaching will know that lesson plans don't always <laughs> go to plan uh, so you have to be flexible you know pupils come out with some random questions or you or you suddenly realize halfway through that they're really not getting what you're trying to teach so you have to find another way to do it and it's the same in business so I think you, you apply the same thing about having a plan uh, but being flexible with it. I think that's brilliant advice and as you say I think that could be applied to well to all places of work really. Absolutely absolutely and that's how you'll achieve your goals you know you have to be uh, prepared to uh, deviate but um, try and get back on plan. Yeah, so you keep your you keep your vision in place, but maybe the strategy has to change. Absolutely, time to time. yes, yes, yes. Okay. The goal may seem far away, but you've got to keep it in sight. Yes, yeah, excellent. <laughs> so thinking about maybe your your vision for the for the future, my impression, and I may be wrong here, is that for many entrepreneurs in the food industry, one of the biggest challenges is scaling up. So how have you done that, and what are your plans for the future? Well, yeah, scaling up is a, is a challenge. Um, I started literally off in my kitchen with my two big pans and, uh, and my, my little chopper. And now I've moved forward because I've actually employed, I now employ someone, I've got a wonderful lady. She's actually a trained chef and she makes all the sauces with me now. Uh, we rent a kitchen space as and when we need it uh, to make the larger batches that are necessary. So I've moved from that small kitchen environment to a commercial kitchen so that I can, you know, basically it's scaling up, it's more pans, it's more pots, and most importantly, more storage. Uh, my, my sources are fresh sources, so they need to be refrigerated. And that was a problem in my own kitchen. So now I'm able to get the refrigerated storage that we need uh, okay. to make those bigger batches. As for the future, I still want the business to grow without compromising any of the, uh, the principles of the brand. Uh, the name Karma Curry came about because karma is all about good intent and good deed, contributing to good karma and future happiness. And I don't want to lose sight of that if I'm lucky enough for it to grow and be hugely successful. And along the way, I have done lots of tastings outside the shops that stock my sources, and I've met lots of people. And in doing so, I've been introduced to a, a few people who are actually interested in investing in the business. So I've got a couple of people sort of waiting in the wings for me to get the bigger orders. So when that does happen, they are ready to put in the big 
money that's required for investment and put me into the commercial kitchen and um, hire the staff necessary to be able to match the big orders that will hopefully come in. Oh, that's fantastic. That's very exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah. And would you say that that has that taken a change in mindset for you to go from your kitchen, your own kitchen to thinking about this much, much bigger scale of having investors and uh, a a huge, a huge scaling up operation? It has. And I refer back to that saying, um, you know, face your fear, but, uh, but do it anyway. And I keep telling myself, well, I've had confidence in my product all the way along and suddenly other people are endorsing it and saying, no, this is really, really good. We can do something with this. So your confidence builds and therefore it's enabled me to get on board with the idea of it getting bigger because I always had this idea, those sort of things don't happen to me. I can't make that. I'm not a business person. Like, what am I doing? I'm a fraud in this world. But it's just happening and evolving and, and, and it's really exciting. So actually, yes, I am on board with the idea of scaling up and, and just really going for it. Why not? What have I got to lose? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so exciting. I, I can't wait. We'll have to invite you back in a couple of years time to see where it's where it's all, oh, uh, yes, where it's all gone. Let's, yeah. hope it's, let's hope it's moved forward. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will do. I'm sure it will. <laughs> and uh, we know that entrepreneurs are the masters of time management and effectively putting boundaries around work and home life. Um, how do you manage that? And I might add in another thing there, the boundaries around your, your schoolwork, because you're still teaching your business and your home life. So you've got, uh, you've got three quite distinct things there. Yes, there's a lot of balls being <laughs> juggled at the moment, uh, balls in the air. Um, but home life and boundaries are very important to me. Um, I'm fortunate in that my husband and I are both in education, so we do get the long holidays together. And this allows me to have time to work on the business and plan for each sort of six week block. That's how I work it at the moment, sort of term time periods and work out what the orders that are gonna be needed and the development of the business and any promotions that need to take place um, to move it forward. But most of the time, my secret is I get up early. I'm really productive from 5 a.m. to about 8 a.m. I can get through lots and lots of work, a quiet house, a cup of coffee, that's all I need. And I think I can do in those three hours what it would take me normally a full day if I set off later trying to do that. Oh, that's and, interesting. Yeah. So um, I think I'm lucky with age, you, you want to wake you do wake up early. So <laughs> one of the joys of getting older. Uh, so it's not difficult for me to get up early. And I really enjoy it. The quietness of the house, just going to the top of the house, my computer, you know, getting to it. And it's my time. It's my little business. And it's a really happy place. Um, those few hours that are, are precious to me. And it means it gets it out of the way. It's not hanging over me all day thinking, oh, tonight I need to do this. I'm either too tired in the evening or I'm, it, it, it impacts on the children because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm, it's whirling around what I need to do. So I'd rather get it out of the way otherwise it just hangs over me so yeah that's my secret getting up yes oh I I like that one I like that one I'm not sure I'll manage five o'clock but uh, (laughs) I might join you a little bit later (laughs) I do that in term time as well but so so knowing knowing your knowing your strengths as well and knowing knowing mm. when when works for you so knowing your own your own rhythm in the day that's uh, it's obviously good to exploit that so absolutely that's yeah that's great so my my last question and uh, and I just want to to say before I ask it that we're not at all encouraging a mass exodus from teaching here we're both <laughs> passionate about education both of us are from the we education are, yeah. world um, but what would be your top tip to others generally thinking of following 
following your lead and starting a food business? First of all, you need to work out your USP, which is your unique selling point. Um, and you need to work out who your target uh, market is going to be. Once you've got that, stay true to your principles. I may have said this before, but be prepared to work hard. I, you know, I've done markets on weekends. I've you know stood outside shops in the freezing cold, letting people taste my uh, sauces and, uh, you know, crack of dawn. So you've got to be prepared to work hard. But if you're passionate and you love it, which is what I do, and that's what gets me out of bed in the morning, you will do it. And uh, and go for it and enjoy it. It's It's brought an excitement to my life in my 50s that I never thought would happen and um it's made me realize i'm capable of so much more than i ever thought i was because i think with age you 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 gain a a, a certain amount of confidence in and, and wisdom uh and i've that comes anyway i think but um when someone tells you you you've, you're doing something really really well it it, it it just makes you feel so much more and, and you want to then do more um so be prepared uh, for highs and lows, but um, but don't give up. Don't give up. Just go for it and enjoy it. Oh, it's wonderful. I absolutely agree. And uh, and congratulations on everything you've done so far. It's it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you. So if listeners wish to contact you, Joe, how can they find you? But more importantly, where can they buy your sources? Oh right. Okay. So it's in uh, ten shops in and around London. So. Um, We've got Providence Village Butchers as a stockist. They have five shops. So they are uh, West Hampstead, Chelsea, Notting Hill. Um, and then we've got uh, Basil and Tom's, which is a beautiful deli in, East, in Acton. Um, it's also available in Somerset in Bruton. And uh, it's in Bedford now as well, um, which is uh, the GCHH, GCH, sorry, uh, Fishmongers in Bedford. Uh, they're our stockists too. There are big supermarkets without dropping any names but um who are interested they've tried it they really like it we are working on the the label design at the moment and um i've also got a website that's been developed and we're working together um with that supermarket the website designer and the branding company to get everything in place so that hopefully the supermarket will then give the green light Brilliant, brilliant. And so, you're, you're also you're on Instagram, aren't you? So people can find I am you on there. Instagram. Yes, it's karma underscore curry is my Instagram. And on there's all the information of the stockists and the website when it is finally finished. Fabulous. Well, well, I hope you'll plan uh, to to start exporting to France. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll, I'll personally deliver it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, please do. We'll we'll organise that. No problem. <laughs> that would be really nice. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Joe, for joining us and sharing with us your wonderful leadership journey from education to entrepreneur. And we wish you all the best with that. Thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us. For more information about Joe, please visit my website, bluebottlecoaching.com. I'm getting some wonderful reviews and feedback from our about our podcast. So please keep your comments and questions coming. I love to get those. And there you can also subscribe to my mini magazine, Lead On, and have access to our email club. Very soon, I'm launching a new leadership coaching program for middle level managers. So there will be more information coming first to that email club. So um, get your name on there if you're interested. This is Anne Collins. Thanks so much for joining us and for listening. And do join me again soon to meet another inspiring leader who loves what they do. Goodbye.